Welcome to Just a Phase Podcast, a podcast about modern parenting. This is episode 14, Ponderosa Pals. <laughs> this week we're going to tackle the crossroads of kids and food. Yes, eating at home, eating out, uh, going and drinking with children in tow, um, picky eaters, make the clean plate club, all of that stuff. All right. So, stay Let, tuned. Let's do it. Hello, I'm Drew Ludwig, father to three daughters, ages 10, 7, and 5. And I'm Whitney Crispell, I'm mom to Vivian, who's two, and Cecilia, who is three months old. And this is your ordinary reminder that sometimes we do swear on this podcast, so get ready for that. <laughs> How are you, Drew? It's been a while. It's, it's been four weeks, I think. Yeah, well, someone went to Puerto Rico. Yeah, that was, that was good. <laughs> and you couldn't, you just couldn't make it down. Nope, couldn't make it down. Show. <laughs> uh, so uh, you're glad that you travel with kids? Yeah, I am. I am. The as Sean said in the last episode, the verdict is in. That's like his. Of course, he's a lawyer. He's got a. It's like the only way he thinks. But anyway, verdict is in, and we are glad we did it. But yeah, is definitely challenging as they get older. For yes, sure. <laughs> yes, it is. It, I I did much shorter traveling. We went. To Pittsburgh and back. Oh, cool! Um, and that was that was okay. I mean, I'm I'm still more in favor of not traveling with children, but we survived it. We I, did all right. I have to tell you, so someone left a comment, and I'm, I apologize, I don't remember your name off the top of my head, but somebody left a comment on our Facebook page, and I'm pretty sure this is in reference to the last episode that where Sean was filling in, and it said, like, traveling with kids is great. Go do it. And then underneath it said, that, that was her comment. She said, traveling with kids is great. Advice for traveling with kids includes bringing twice as many adults as children. Because at one point we said that our real genius was bringing our friends Matt and Whitney with right. us or meeting up with them. And I thought that was hilarious. And much like you're like, bring just why don't you just bring your kids to where you're their grandparents are and then you can just leave them with them <laughs> right although that's the, that was the challenge for us traveling is like uh, we went to a big old family gathering right that's what you did this most recent time yes yeah. and so my whole family is wonderful but everybody has like different ways of like interacting with kids and like yeah and it's little stupid stuff I so know, i know um what is that about the fa- like the family dynamic i mean i I don't know. Just the little things. It's like the like the way other families do meal times, and you're like, yeah. "Huh, that's interesting." For me, <laughs> I saw it in snacks at the zoo. Oh, do tell, or is it too sensitive? No, I mean, I, I brought it up. <laughs> okay, it's just like I, me and my wife are pretty no nonsense. So, like, if we're going to the zoo for just the morning, right? Like, we eat breakfast, right, and we're gonna eat lunch, and so we don't have to like pack up a whole bunch of stuff right oh gotcha so and our kids are used to that like, right when it's just us like right. stop asking for food yeah. right you'll I mean, eat, we feed our food we feed our kids but mm-hmm. not constantly right but if i go with my sister and her kids her way of doing it is to pack up a bunch of stuff which is really cool like for her right like <laughs> but the thing is like we're all going through the zoo together and the best food is other people's food oh Right, yeah, so 100%. so my kids are like, oh, look what they're eating. Can we have some? And of course, my sisters 
very kind. So she shares the food, and then I feel like the jerk and the freeloader, right? So, like, I just had to be like, okay, I'm going to bring some food when we go to the zoo. And they still fought over the food, and it's other people's food that was still yeah. good, but... I just had to give in on that one. No, I had to learn. I had to learn that lesson in the the hiking group that I coordinate, or the yeah, uh, where the first couple times, like I didn't bring a snack for Viv, but all like all these other parents would bring out these amazing like fresh, you know, fresh cut fruit. And do you think they would do that yogurt. if the other moms weren't there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that they're like whatever. If my kids having a meltdown, I'm gonna bribe them with food, whatever works. Yeah. Man. So and and then and so I, actually now I'm I've become a parent who brings snacks because they do rare things. Yeah, as I fully admit to bribing my child with food. <laughs> we'll get to that more later, actually. <laughs> so yeah, how are you otherwise? How's this past month been? It's it's been a month. I don't even know. So that's Just probably a, a bad sign. No. Yeah. Your kids were off of school. Yeah, that's What's never that good. like for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't complain about it because I'm I'm not the I'm not a stay-at-home dad, so I get to go to work and get away from them. Right. Um and I love to spend time with them. It's not that I get to get away from them, but No parent listening to you right now is judging you. They're like, "Oh yeah." Yeah, I they can. are. That's what parents do. It's a <laughs> but it's a long right. day when they're home the whole day. So, and yeah. there's not other things to fill it. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's been going on. Yeah. I don't the the I guess this has been going on for a while with my kids, but I feel like it's hit a new peak where uh and you can look forward to this. Great. Uh good things that happen to their sisters are bad things for them. Oh. So like and like, yeah, like what? So, like, we've we've got new neighbors that are fantastic, right? And we like them, but they'll, like, invite, like, a kid over, right? And and actually, this happened with old neighbors, too, right? But, like, one the other two kids will melt down that they didn't get invited over. It's, mm-hmm. ah! And, like, mm-hmm. one kid will get a piece of gum at school, mm-hmm. right? And the other one will cry because she didn't get gum at school. And I don't know, like you can be happy for your sister is a lesson that is not landing. Yeah. 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 That's, I see that already for sure. Actually. Really? Already with yours? Yeah. But like we came home from our trip and my mom had put some Easter baskets up and actually hid Easter eggs all over the house. Mm -hmm. And which was very cute. Thank you, mom. Um, But you know, Cece got some toys. I mean, I guess it's just like typical sharing. But Cece got some toys that she like was really into and loves. Which you know, she's three months old. That doesn't happen. But it's like a teether. And Viv was just like, "That's mine. That's mine." Like, actually, it's not. It's not yours. No, that's mine. Uh huh. That's mine. I just said so. like this is her she really likes it oh so yeah it's the possession thing. Well, and it's a little different, but I mean, I want my girls to be confident, but. Uh, we me and my youngest were playing Memory today, and she picked it. It was Marvel Comics Memory, and so she picked up Venom, and she's like Venom B Venom, and I'm like, no, it's it's V like V, and she's like B Venom, <laughs> and I'm and I, like I correct her, and she just screams back at me, and I'm like, listen, like I've been spelling for you know. 35 years now 
I'm not going to have an argument about this. If you want to believe it's spelled the way you believe it's spelled, go ahead. But you're wrong. Do you have, are you tempted at all to just be like, fine, it's Benham? Because I don't want to deal with it. No, I totally gave in. Okay. (laughs) Anytime you argue with a child, you lose. Yeah. Because you're arguing with a child. But you're also letting them embrace this alternative reality that is not real. (laughs) We should have a parenting expert to talk about that. I'm yeah. I'm sure the gentle parenting approach, as we discussed, would be. How do you gentle parent the you're delusional? Not. I don't know. Um. So you mentioned Easter. We had a yes. new Easter innova- innovation for our family. Tell me. Um, Easter came early for us. Okay. Like well, so I work at a church, right? And I, I this year I started working. Uh, at the Buffalo Psych Center. So I had like three church services to do on Easter Sunday. And so my you family, home. not much. Yeah. I mean, in between each one, because yeah. I live close to all of them. But uh, so, but it's, we used to do an Easter dinner and then my church started an evening service and we did like an afternoon dinner and I left early. And then like that got messed up with the Psych Center. So now uh, we just asked our kids to be like, what, what would you think if we asked the Easter bunny and I hate like participating in the lie, but I couldn't figure out any other way to do yeah. it to, to come a day early. Also, when I say participate in the lie, like they can't believe in the Easter bunny because we dye the eggs the day before and yeah. put them in the refrigerator. They thought about it. And those are the eggs bit. that get hidden. Right. 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 So, yeah. Um, I'm sure some, I, Yeah. So we if did my that. mom were here, she would be like, well, Drew, you could say that the Easter Bunny went into your fridge yeah, and took them out and hid those eggs. My parents were, are both very invested in yeah. One well, and, and my kids, like their method of investigation. And again, like how how do you, how, how often do you break down kid logic? They're like, we're going to leave out uh, some lettuce and a carrot because if the Easter Bunny eats it it'll leave marks like this and then they bite off the way that they think it would be bit off if a bunny did it and i'm like you're doing that with your mouth <laughs> right heads up so yeah didn't uh, didn't break down that logic delightful weirdos yeah that. they really are um so but so so the the so easter the eggs bunny got came. the easter bunny uh came on saturday morning which is so much better because we got to relax and then uh our tradition in our family is to do burritos uh, for Easter dinner. Oh, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, because burritos oh, are great, right? Burritos are so much better. Th- what is the tradition? Ham? I mean, I'm a vegetarian. Ham so or I lamb, I think. Like when when my wife and I first started celebrating Easter together, I was a vegetarian. So she's like, I'm not going to make ham for you. What should we eat? And I was like, I don't know. I like burritos. And we've had burritos every Easter since. <laughs> True. That's genius i know right i feel like every holiday should be celebrated with burritos agree. um christmas a little red and green salsa mix yeah why not? exactly and it's like one of those meals where everyone can get what they want because you build your own right anyway so we wow. had a family over for burritos and it was warm so the kids played outside made a huge mess um but uh, easter was happy because easter wasn't on easter right yeah. i like it yeah, it was great. And then I just got to work on Sunday and just made Sunday another day, right. which is just fine. Yeah. Good job. So that was our Easter. Cool. 
So your house is under construction. So my house is under construction still. We came home from our trip to I find so they demoed our kitchen while we were gone. So when we came home, there was a fine layer of dust over everything, which was really fun. Spent about a week cleaning that up, mm-hmm. and yeah, so we've got our kitchen. We have a makeshift kitchen um, in our dining room, and I gotta say, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's gonna. It's probably already stopped being cool, but I, I will say it's pretty cool how much you can do with a hot plate, a microwave, and a toaster oven. It makes you wonder why you spend thousands of dollars putting yeah. in a whole new kitchen. Yeah, but I was I was describing this to a friend of mine. I'm like, yeah, it's so great, and you know, we're just really getting back to basics. We're eating like, you know, peanut butter and jelly. It's so underrated. Peanut butter and jelly is delicious, and and mac and cheese. And, you know, you can make little pizzas in the toaster oven. She's like, so basically you're eating, like, like kid food. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, are, you yeah. Ready, are you ready to have your mind blown? Yes, I am. Do you have sriracha? Yeah. Put it on a peanut butter jelly sandwich. No, don't make that face. Ugh. No, the spicy and the sweet, like, really? this is going to be a thing. It is, like, okay. I think I gained five pounds when I discovered <laughs> that you could put sriracha on PB&J because it is so awesome. Oh, you know it would be a really funny trick to Sean because is to just do it without telling him. Yes, he doesn't. Does he like spicy food? No. Oh, that's just cruel. I know, but it would be so funny. Do it for yourself first and All see right. how awesome it is. Yeah, I will. Okay, so you have had a kitchen renovation before. We did. And you yes. told me. Well, it, I don't know if you told me you had advice, but you were sympathizing when you walked in. Yeah. So we set up our kitchen in our living room and. I remember I remember the point where I lost it. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting so close to it. Well, for me it was so we had like a big like And you had kids, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh we had a griddle that we used to cook a lot on. And that was that was okay, but like our house was old, so we kept like blowing fuses. Right, because we had a griddle, we had a microwave. Oh, would really? I don't know, like, what you have for like water, but that's we have a stationary tub in our bathroom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, like I ended up washing dishes in the bathtub. Oof. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but the time that I lost it was when the bag of popcorn kernels got, got close to the griddle, and so it melted a hole, and then I picked it up, and then my living room slash kitchen because they were the same thing at the same time it was oh, just filled with popcorn kernels and of course it was like while some kid was screaming and we were trying to cook yeah. eggs on a griddle or something like that and you just started shouting like i can't believe this is my life <laughs> yeah yeah again it but then sounds kind of ridiculous so now. give me some hope at the end you had a new kitchen that you loved <laughs> at the end, we had a new kitchen that we loved and, and then we so moved out functional- like six months later <laughs> <laughs> That that might be a little bit of an exaggeration, yeah. But we had a beautiful orange kitchen with because we like orange. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like more like pumpkiny, not like ridiculous orange. Come on. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, yeah, we loved that kitchen. Maybe it was when we didn't have kids that we did it actually because, like, we didn't build a very like kid friendly kitchen. Like we had like bar stools for seating mm. in the kitchen. Mm. And I feel like. I wouldn't do that now. Yeah. But we're due for a kitchen In renovation. your house now. Yeah. Actually, we, yeah, like I've got, you can see studs in the ceiling because ceiling yeah. tiles came down and. But you're probably just dreading even starting. I'm it dreading doing you know it. Coming. Yeah. And 
I don't know. We got our tax return, and I was like, let's go do something stupid. And <laughs> my wife said, let's get a new kitchen. <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's that's a thing, too. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And we were totally, like, if you saw our kitchen, like, like if there was a TV show about a family with, like, an ugly bootleg kitchen, and they, like, showed up to shoot it in our kitchen, they'd be like, oh, no, you can't put this on TV. Too ugly, too bootleg. So. I don't know. Have you seen some of those HGTV shows? You know, I, I, like, no, I've seen actually. my kitchen. <laughs> yeah. We've got. You think it'd be too much. They'd be like, this the, is just, this is like not believable that this family. We've had. got the 70s wood cabinets that everyone had that yeah. are falling apart. We've got suspended ce- ceiling tiles that are like the staple them up kind. Mm. The, and they're ugly and they're falling off, which makes it even worse. We've got a floor that is like, well, it's linoleum and it's like, it's a pattern of dirt. Like, yes, it's dirty because it's dirty right now, but when you clean it, it looks like dirt. I know what you're talking about with linoleum. I can picture like my grandmother's, like it gets worn in certain areas where people spend their most, most of the time walking, right? Yeah. Yeah. But even when it was brand new, like, like what they decorated it with was like, squiggly gray lines oh. so it just looks dirty it's like when it's clean like when it was brand new it looked dirty yeah lots of questions about 70 the 70s like home decor like we what? we have formica countertop Why? that looks like wood grain but doesn't look like wood grain but isn't, isn't wood grain <laughs> right oh. it's plastic wood yeah it's i i i don't really like my kitchen yeah so many questions yeah 70s so many people. questions so many questions all right well but you're gonna survive did I'm they tell survive. you when did they tell you when they'd be done yeah not really okay that's a bad sign yeah no i mean we they ha- told us no. they'd be done in a week and it was a month yeah we have an idea we do have an idea but i i am just like in my head i i put it way out like i'm thinking you know it's april now i'm thinking my birthday's in mid-june if i can be moved back into my kitchen by then i'll be happy hopefully it's a lot sooner but i do not want to get my hopes up okay all right so anyway that's my kitchen but speaking of food yes that's our topic for today uh we had such a good time talking about travel a few episodes back we were ready to talk about like traveling and eating we would just blah 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 about travel so we saved all the food stuff for this episode uh requested by a listener yeah kids and food yeah and we've said before that we have some thoughts on the subject so let's talk about both eating at home and then also eating out at restaurants um but first like let's paint the picture do you so do any of your kids have like dietary restrictions? Do you and your wife have dietary restrictions? No. Or well, I've got some weird allergies, but I'm fine. Nothing that like gets in the way. No, nothing that gets in the way. So, yeah. uh, and, but my kids, uh, they came to us as picky eaters. Uh, so they came with the love for traditional kid food, mac and cheese, pizza, chicken fingers, uh, what am I leaving? Hot dogs. So. Yeah, you've mentioned hot dogs before. Have seems, I talked? Because I, I don't like want to repeat things. No, 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 no. You, so. you, you just mentioned that as like a, so my a way to bribe them in, into doing something they don't want to do where you're like, we'll have hot dogs later. Oh, that's part <laughs> of it. Dogs. So they love hot dogs like that. But like my youngest, like she's ridiculous um, and I love her, but uh, she'll... For a while, she didn't like hot hot dogs, 
um, or buns. <laughs> so give me a cold one. <laughs> well, it'd be nicer if she said, "Give me a cold one," right? But like, uh-huh. usually by the time she wants a hot dog, like she's kind of worked up, so she's just like, "Hot dog, cold, no bun." <laughs> Like, oh, I don't want to give you the food right now. <laughs> but if you don't get the food, it's going to be even worse, right? Uh, and a cold hot dog is really just co- baloney. Yeah, like, you're talking about, like, just out of the package, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's how That's I her favorite to way to eat a hot dog. Ugh. Uh. So, <laughs> so, real quick, I, I, no big allergies in our family or anything, but I'm a vegetarian. Right. And, and right now... Viv is still is a vegetarian too. We don't. We're kind of like just waiting to figure that one out. We don't give her meat right now. We just like we don't make it at home because I do most of the cooking. Mm-hmm. She's like scared to cook. So Sean's a practical vegetarian at home. Basically, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you, you know, and even when he does cook meat, it's just him, and so he usually has like tons of it, and mm. then has to get rid of it or only eat that for like five meals so we basically don't make it at home so but viv goes to daycare does she, she have the option of meat there? we pack a lunch for her oh okay. yeah 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 so but yeah so that's that's our only issue okay um so what are you like your typical meals at home that you make for your kids uh that's nice of you to assume that i make them <laughs> i do occasionally cook i like to cook it just doesn't work out for me to do it as much. Yeah. So last night we had a soup. Um, it w- Yeah, last night was soup and bread and uh, olives and grapes. My kids love olives. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and we made garlic bread and they love that. Yeah. Um, they're not too crazy about soup in general, but this one they liked. We put some cheese on it and that helps. Um it was a homemade, like, tomato-y, beefy kind of. I, I don't know if it had a name or not. Are you pretty strict about, like, not making two meals? Like, I know people who are, like, absolutely not. I will not make two meals, one for kids, one for adults. We're, we're yeah, we don't do that ordinarily. Um, unless, like, Janelle and I want to have something that's really weird. Right. Um, or if we're, like, so last week it was, I forget what was happening, but we just had to buy, like, prepared food from Wegmans and like we bought like garbage kid food for them and sushi for us so so we didn't really you guys are gonna love sushi now right 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 right. um because that's an expensive habit to start in kids anyway right um yeah (laughs) so So our like our rule is that we make one meal um and we're not like clean plate people like I feel like everybody's down on that but we give everybody a little bit of everything to start. And then if you want seconds of anything, you have to eat everything that's on your plate to get seconds. Mm, that's good um, rules. Yeah. And Janelle and I like to eat a lot of different foods. So we have, like, introduced them to, uh, like, Chinese food and Indian food and um, different vegetarian meals. And, like, we, we cook a bunch of different stuff. And sometimes they look at it and it's green and... Uh, I mean, my wife's a pretty good cook, so like, if we can get them to try it, then we we usually do okay. Does but she mix it up, or do you have like, or do you have certain, I guess, and or do you have like certain meals that you come back to that are like family staples? We have both. Yeah. Like this, there's staples, but those staples tend to rotate over time. Right. So, like, the kids love uh, egg casserole, so that's one that we've gone back mm. to a bunch. 
but like we went back to it so much that I feel like it's fallen out of the rotation. Right, right, right. So um, I'm trying to think of other staples. Oh, right now there's this like cheesy cauliflower thing that we love. So I don't know. Can't go wrong with cheese, man. I know, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, we we've got some stuff that we know works, and we we hit the regular stuff. We try not to do meat every every night. Like, yeah. We haven't become vegetarians, but we've we've turned it down and right. we've done less of it. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. I. I mean, so. Viv is well. I was gonna say she's just started eating, but that's like not true at all. She's been <laughs> eating food for like a year, but you know, I feel like we're still a little bit new into sharing meal times with kids, and I have been surprised at how easy it is to get into kid food land mm-hmm. like if you would ask me before i had kids i'd probably have some like really like borderline snobby response but like you should you know introduce a variety of mm-hmm. food to your children and your children make all the meals and they is. should eat what you eat because that will help them develop a more sophisticated palate and now i'm like here's some mac and cheese oh have yeah. at it girl so i would i think maybe my post new kitchen resolution (laughs) will be to you know make some more like single meals i mean we do that sometimes but but anyway it is really really tempting to just and like to get into to kid food Mm -hmm. zone i found at least when your kids were like younger i'm curious did you find yourself going that way more or did you so there's a store uh in our neighborhood that sells uh like Frozen chicken fingers. Which one are you talking about? I'm talking about Larigo's Meeting Place. Oh. <laughs> Have you been there? Yeah. That been, place is I've been adventure. to the Meeting Place. Yeah. M-E-A-T-I-N-G. It's punny. <laughs> That's what lured me in. Um, yeah. So you could buy, like, these frozen pre-cooked chicken fingers, and, like, you buy, like, a five-pound bag. Like a hundred of them. Yeah. Jesus. And then they go on sale, and they're two for one. And we've got, like, a big chest freezer, so I would buy those, and, like, I just got yelled at. Like, I, I'm not allowed <laughs> to buy those anymore because we ate way too many of them. <laughs> but it's so easy, and the kids eat them. And really, it's not even chicken. It's just a lot of breading, uh, but it's tasty breading. <laughs> yeah. So So you did fall into that we, purpose, We did too. fall into it for a little bit. We tried not to, but. Well, I'm inspired by your, what you describe as your your meal rotation okay and well, that's, more that's good that my wife gets all the credit for that because she goes she now. goes away and like <laughs> i mean that's when you said like i just thought that the kids would eat what i eat and i was like oh no that would be so bad for them if the kids <laughs> ate what i ate like i like good food but i also like garbage food of course right yeah so i don't want the kids to learn to like garbage food yeah yeah so. um what so just a couple more things on eating at home. What you pack lunches for your kids, or do they eat lunch at school? Like, do they buy lunch? They uh, they eat lunch at school. Well, this is the whole. Uh, we we go back and forth, so I feel like I shouldn't say anything because the judgy parents are listening. Um, I don't know if they are. We love it. Yeah, go on. Maybe okay. <laughs> um, so we do a packed lunch is a treat. And mm. that's frustrating because they don't eat it anyway. Like, they look forward to it, they beg it, and then they get the lunch from school anyway. So it's like, 
come on. Oh, because it's all free lunch. Yes. In Buffalo, yes, right? Because right, right, we right. go to city schools. So yeah. it's free lunch. They can have free lunch. And that makes our budget go so much better. So not sure. only free lunch, but free breakfast. But the breakfast is mostly cereal and it's sugar cereal. So I know, right? Um, this is podcast, so you don't get to see. No, Whit's I made a face. face. I was just talking about this with a friend, like. Yeah, like thinking th- about like what's actually in sc- school. Yeah, lunches, the idea school of breakfast. school breakfast is such a good one until you look at the breakfast and you go, oh, right. So we try to give them something that's more like proteiny. Right. Um, Knowing they're going to get that, they're going to maybe eat that sugary stuff at school. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and but that's also so. The, the older they get, the more, like, autonomy and decision-making for themselves and all that stuff they get, right? So our oldest likes to sleep. So sometimes, like, we give her the choice of, like, you can have an extra 15 minutes of sleep or you come down downstairs for breakfast at home, right? Because she's still going to get breakfast at school. Yeah. So. That's nice. Yeah, I I pack a lunch for the, the two mornings that Viv goes to daycare and pick her up right after she eats it. And that's another thing that I've just fallen into. Like, she basically gets the same thing every time. I give her, like, some kind of pasta with a piece of fruit and, like, like a cheese stick. Yeah. Okay. So I guess that's fine. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) All right. Um, All right. Let's talk about kids and eating out at restaurants. Uh, Um, You do do it. I do it. Yeah. But so one thing you missed, Drew, from last week's episode, Sean and I – and I'm telling him this because he admitted to me he hasn't had time to listen to it yet. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm outing you. Sorry. Um, but one thing we talked about was that meals on vacation were very, very hard. Because we, I mean, and we eat out at home, but we did it a lot more when we were traveling, obviously. Right. And whew, it's getting tough with a toddler. Like, basically, and really tough on Sean because I'm taking care of the baby and so he's just, like, wrestling this toddler who, yeah. when she's done eating, is like, I'm out of here. Right. You know. So we do eat out. And, and like, when, especially when we had, like, just Viv and she was a baby, I we really pushed the, like, the line in terms of going to adult restaurants. baby wherever I want. Yeah, we did. We did. Like, we... You know, we'd always kind of like feel a little bit sheepish about doing it, but she would fall like there's a couple. Well, there's a lot of restaurants in our neighborhood, but there were there a couple that we would go to. We would walk to them. She'd fall asleep in the stroller in the infant carrier. Mm-hmm. And we would bring her in asleep. And when they're really little, they sleep through like any Everything. noise. Yeah. yeah. And we'd like get seated in the back corner with the baby in the carrier and basically have like a date night without having to pay for a babysitter. That's not so bad. Yeah, it was awesome. Totally not happening now, right. but but yeah. So I don't know. We we do go out, but I am starting to really one realize how hard it is, and that like that I, someone described it to me as the toddler terrorist stage. Yeah, really. Like, <laughs> At restaurants, I know I can just scream. <laughs> I'll blow this shit up. Um, but so that is hard. But I'm also really starting to. Uh, to see why people pick kid-friendly places and mm-hmm. and and do not deviate from them. So, so I'm like Pizza Plant. Yeah, kids eat free. <laughs> do th- is is there kids eat free at Pizza Plant Monday nights? This is an awesome local place. So sorry everybody okay. who's not in Western New York, but it is the best. I'm not, and if you're a fan and you're listening, sorry, but I doubt you are. I'm not <laughs> a fan of Denny's, but Denny's used to have kids eat free. 
and I haven't thought about Denny's in like a I know, really like, long time. You just had like this like f- I have this like flashback. Right. But like and my wife and I like disagree on like she just thinks that like she loves to eat out, but it's become such a battle with the kids that like would she rather save it for like when it can be just be the two of you? Yeah, yeah, like, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. And it's just like why waste our money? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I like to eat out, and mm-hmm. so, um, so but there are times that I would take the three girls to Denny's, and I don't think that there's, I don't think they're supposed to give three free kid meals with one paying adult. <laughs> but I, I think that like you get like dad grace, right? <laughs> Where it's like, oh, it's a dog walking on his hind legs, and dad with three girls, right? <laughs> And so, like, it would be, like, extremely affordable. And, uh, like, it's good practice because it's not, like, a real restaurant. Um, and on top of that, it's Kids Eat Free Night. So I feel like like normal people without kids, like, you see that sign on the door. Well, first, why are you going to Denny's anyway? But then you see, like, it's Kids Eat Free Night. And you're like, okay, we are go into some other crappy restaurant right, right? we're right. not going to denny's tonight so it's all people wrestling with their kids exactly. which makes it so much better yeah no so. it does that's what i mean is like but uh, they don't do it anymore denny's i'm sorry i called you crappy bring back the thing and i'll love you again i ate at denny's we ate at denny's so much as a kid i had moons over my hammy like every week do you this i actually wanted to ask you about this what like do you have kid food memories did you grow up going out to eat as a family like i feel like there's a big divide i've talked about this with friends like some of my friends like they never ate out you know their parents would like never yeah and if they did it was like they their parents told them what to order and then like i had lived in a total fast food family yeah it's kind of weird uh so like my family of of origin my birth family Mm -hmm. uh they we own a small business a flower shop Oh, yeah, um, you mentioned So, that. like, business was good sometimes and it was bad sometimes. So, like, I had the experience of, like, wealth and poverty growing up. Mm-hmm. So there was times in my childhood where, like, no, we are not eating out. But there was, a, like, when it was when I was early elementary school and it was me and my sister and my brothers hadn't come along yet, we ate out every Tuesday night. Um, nice. Yeah. And it was, like, I couldn't. Like once my I, I'm the oldest of five, so once my three younger brothers came along, like we couldn't even they imagine doing that, yeah. right? But uh, and a lot of I feel like I had like unusual input in picking the restaurant, but maybe that's <laughs> just like fuzzy memories. But uh, Eaton Park, Monticello's. I uh, just imagine that's why I'm laughing is I just imagine like young bearded Drew. <laughs> Because I can't yeah. picture See, you I any didn't other have way. a beard when I, I was in picture, like, a young bearded Drew being like, we will go to, <laughs> I don't know, even know what the trends were, ground round. Did you have a ground round in Pittsburgh? Uh, we saw them, but Ponderosa was in our neighborhood. Oh, I destroyed some Ponderosas Yeah, a kid. because they had Sunday bar, right? Yeah. I, we, <laughs> yeah, I had this like, is... did you have a set meal? Because I had a set meal. Want to hear it? It's disgusting. <laughs> okay, because I'll tell you my disgusting story. Okay, Rosa I want to hear it. Okay, great. <laughs> so my disgustingness is I liked the Sunday bar and the all-you-can-have Sundays like so much that <laughs> I had birthdays at, that where we went to Ponderosa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm... I yeah I I chose Ponderosa every time. Okay. Yeah no I that ice cream bar was amazing. The caramel sauce and the crushed yeah. Oreos. Yeah. Whew. 
here's, so what was here's your my disgusting. This was my go-to meal. I'd get a get the steaming hot plate. Uh huh. Pile it up with some of the overcooked spaghetti. Okay. Go over to the taco station. Cover <laughs> that spaghetti in the liquid cheese. Ooh. Go over to the salad area. And put shredded cheese on top of the liquid cheese? No, my friend. Oh. Diced ham. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Just pile on the diced ham, and I would have cheesy spaghetti with diced ham. And then, my after I polished that off, my parents would usually say, you need to eat some kind of vegetable. And I'd be like, all right. Go over to the pre-mixed, like, dripping with dressing Caesar salad. <laughs> Get that. And then it was time to go to the Sunday bar, and I would usually go twice. Yeah. yeah. Loved Mise Ponderosa. It's amazing we don't have diabetes now. <laughs> Who, um, my question about Ponderosa as an adult now is that you could also, it was a steakhouse. Right. So you could, when you, you would have to like go through, you went through the line and paid first. Yeah. So you would go up and you would pay. And then you, like, we always just got the buffet, but there were always these options to get, like, a T-bone or whatever, get steaks. And I was like, who would get the steak? Did people do that? Because no one well, in my people family. People like steak. No, I know people like steak. It's not, like, a vegetarian <laughs> thing. I just, for, I, like, had this had this flashback of, like, oh, yeah, you could get other stuff besides the all-you-could-eat buffet. But, like, what fool ever did that? So. Unless Drew did on his birthday. <laughs> No, I don't remember ever getting steak at Ponderosa. But uh, Eaton Park is like it's a it's a Pittsburgh chain that like is it Eden or Eaton? Eat apostrophe N Park. <laughs> well, it's 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 love an it. institution. Don't make fun of Eaton okay, Park, or we You're will right. not be friends. I did just profess my love for Ponderosa. So. Yeah, and uh, home of the Smiley Cookie, right? Um, yeah, which Kings tried to rip off, and they got in trouble, and. Uh, anyway, these are uh, all Pittsburgh, and it's called Eaton Park because it started out as one of those like drive-in places. Mm-hmm. But Park and Eat, they couldn't get a trademark mm. or a copyright or whatever you're supposed to get, so it became Eaton Park. Um, anyway, uh, Eaton Park, they had like a have a pretty big salad bar, and like my family is cheap, 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 and I am cheap, cheap, cheap. So we always like the salad bar, but you know how there's like a different price for the salad bar if you get it with a thing. Maybe you don't because no. regular people don't do this math. Well, sometimes it's like salad bars, $10 or it's $6 with a food item, oh, right? right, right, right. Well, like using those made up numbers, like a grilled cheese sandwich was like three seventy five. So like you're basically getting a free grilled cheese sandwich and I like grilled cheese sandwich. So right. like, that's why I would like get the buck. entree when there's the big salad bar because oh. it was virtually free and maybe it ended up costing like 30 yeah, cents yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But you had to order the cheap thing with this. Anyway. Yeah. That's Eaton Park. <laughs> Love it. I could talk about Ponderosa all day. <laughs> Start a new podcast. The Ponderosa Hour. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite Ponderosa memory this week? Ponderosa Pals. <laughs> oh. Have you ever taken your kids to an all-you-can-eat buffet? Like, do yes. they exist? I mean, I know there's like old country buffet still, but I feel we like we haven't it was done a... old country buffet. Okay. But my children, so I feel like buffets are good for introducing new foods because there's always safety. So we have taken our kids to. No, I in... see the appeal now for sure. Yeah, we've taken them to Indian buffets, um, and they just eat a lot of like rice and bread because mm-hmm. that stretches them too much. Like. If, if something looks like it could be spicy, like spicy means bad. Um, 
And then we've also done Chinese buffets. Which, okay. Yeah. Um, and then when we went to uh, Wisconsin Dells, there was this restaurant that was like family style. Uh, so it wasn't really a buffet, but like they just keep putting food on your table, um, hmm. which like that was an early experience, restaurant experience for our kids, which was it was a good experience for them. But like every restaurant we went to for a year after, they'd be like, can we get seconds at this restaurant? <laughs> like, no, you don't. There's no seconds. that one place. Yeah. Oh, it's Paul Bunyan's. They had a great big Paul Bunyan outside. I think that's what it was called. There was definitely a blue ox. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, that I, f- yeah, I I feel like the the buffet, I mean, the you know quote unquote like ethnic food buffet, yeah, is one thing, but I feel like the just, yeah, like the, old country buffet, oh, Ponderosa. I feel like that went through like a it was peak was like in the late eighties, early nineties, right when, when we, we were, were yeah, and it's gone down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, Sadly. I, th- I think you're right. <laughs> Is bygone era <laughs> with phones on the wall now it's like casinos i feel like right there's buffets at casinos yeah maybe. i have not taken my children to the <laughs> casino <laughs> i love it i feel like that's when you know you're a problem gambler <laughs> my one other like horrifying child experience about food is at ground round which i mentioned before which is up till a certain age you could pay for it was penny penny a pound i think uh-huh and you paid you know however much you weighed terrible for like you know prepubescent girls tweens like humiliate humiliating yeah you know you have to like get up on a scale at Uh the entrance and then like wear a sticker with like your weight (laughs) on it or something (laughs) it was just terrible (laughs) and i would go with like i remember going with my girlfriends and we were all about like the same size so that was really nice, and it was, like, this thing. But occasionally I would go with, like, a friend that was a lot smaller than me. Because uh-huh. I was kind of, like, a little bit of, like, a chubby tween. Uh-huh. And I'd go with a friend that was a little bit smaller than me and be just, like, devastated. It just what a terrible idea. That's, <laughs> Should be a cutoff. That's off. why they went o- I remember, and this is so weird, but, like, I remember being a kid being so proud when, like, at McDonald's, I wasn't eating Happy Meals anymore. Or it's like, I'm going to have I'm a Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe I remember, like, my my kid is 10. And she's like, I want a bacon burger. And I'm like, a bacon burger? Well, you know, like, they don't do bacon burgers in the kids' meals. You won't get a toy, right? And I'm just trying to simplify the order. and Right. And she, I want a bacon burger. <laughs> <laughs> the bacon is the toy. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. exactly. So my kids are... She's mo- growing up. I, well, the other ones imitate her. So there was a time when we got fast food and there were no kids meals. So helpful hint. I know like <laughs> all of our listeners are better people than me and don't eat fast food at all. But if your kids want bacon burgers, there are like junior bacon burgers at Wendy's and at Burger King. But oh. McDonald's, you had to spend big money. And I'm not spending big money on a kid sandwich. So Yeah. Helpful. Dollar menu bacon burger. <laughs> love it. Love it. All right. Well, I think we should wrap up our food talk. We haven't even talked about drinking with kids. Like alcohol? <laughs> yes. Oh, tell me. Well, so locally, and this is, but like places like Pearl Street are awesome. Like. Oh, like a, so that's a big brewery. Yeah. Like you need a, like the, the reason that Pearl Street is a good place to drink with your kids is because there's unlimited popcorn. 
Oh, and, yeah. yeah. That right? Ground Round had that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Buffalo Brew Pub out in the uh-huh. suburbs has that. Uh-huh. Right? So you just keep... And it has to be like a family-ish environment, right? Like, you can't take them to like a bar bar. Right. So, but if you... But like, that's... If you want to make a million dollars, you've come up... You make the place where moms and dads can go out and have beer with their kids and not lose their yeah, children. Yeah. So... A few months ago, I went. When I say beer with your kids, I mean no, no. No, beer no, no. For I know kids. what you mean. A, a few months ago, I went to this presentation, and presentation slash community discussion about the about the culture of play in Buffalo. It was really interesting. Yeah. Anyway, one of the presenters w- w- had spent some time in Germany, looking at the they beer ha- gardens because they have yeah, and they yeah. have amazing um, like adventure playgrounds and and also just like tons of like public play spaces in Germany, and. He also went through this whole section of restaurants and beer gardens with play equipment for children. So mm-hmm. the idea was like that not only were they welcome, but encouraged. Like this was a space for children and families and parents to socialize. And just this idea that, you know, you don't need to stay shut up in your house if you got kids. Like yeah. bring them out. Parents also- need to connect too and have lives. And it's good for kids to have that experience too. Oh, I was so jealous. And I, so I already shouted out two other local places, so I have to add the third, especially Go since it. it's definitely in my neighborhood. But Resurgence, like all kinds, like room for kids. Everything's like bright and open and you can see them and they'll play Jenga or, yeah, perfect place to have a beer with your children. Yeah. No, this, it, the brewery, yeah, there's like something about the, the giant open brewery, right? It yeah. It works for kids. Yeah. All right. Um, That's... All for today. I love that we spent so much time talking about Ponderosa. I'm still really <laughs> delighted by this. <laughs> so uh, don't be oh, a stranger. No, 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 no. We oh. need to do our person, place, or thing. Ah, okay. Ah, I forgot it in the script. Okay, so we'll go back. Um, My person, place, or thing, because you mentioned your favorite musicians a couple of weeks back. Yeah. I don't think I mentioned mine, but my people are They Might Be Giants. Mm. So, oh, did I mention that in response to yours? You did, but go ahead. Okay, we'll just. I had a hard time thinking of a person. Place no, that's thing. all right. Go ahead. They might it. be giants. Like their their music for grownups is good enough for kids, but they also have kid friendly. They have albums of children's music, and it's good enough for grownups. Do you have a specific al- album in mind? Uh, I feel like No gets the most play in okay. our house. So, okay. yeah, right. I'll plug check, No. Yeah, I'll check it out. So my recommendation is um, an interview with Peggy Orenstein, um, Orenstein, Orenstein. She wrote uh, her, well, she's written a lot of books. She wrote a book called School Girls, Cinderella Ate My Daughter, and her most recent one is called Girls and Sex. And she sat down with like 70 teen- teenage girls to talk about their sex lives and um, and all sorts of things. Anyway, she did a great interview with Terry Gross on Fresh Air and on NPR, and it's super, super interesting. I, th- I definitely think any parent who has girls should listen to it, um, but also boys, too, because I think it's really important that we don't just leave these conversations up to parents who have girls. Like, right we on. need to be teaching boys, um, you know, about sexual health and respect and etc but anyway super super interesting i haven't read the book yet so i can't plug that but i just found the interview in general to be awesome and i have loved her writing for many years so we'll include a link to that and to the they might be giants thing yeah Yeah. so yes my five-year-old comes into my office 
and I'm watching videos while she's getting ready for bed. And I click on a Nick Offerman video, uh-huh. and he just uses the word sex. Like, he's not – but she hears it, and in her loudest five-year-old voice she has, she goes, You watching a sex video, Dad? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not watching you a sex really video. really hope some of your neighbors he heard said that. <laughs> yes, really... He said sex. He said sex. Oh, my God. I really hope she goes to school. My dad was watching a sex video. Actually, I don't because that would be terrible, but <laughs> yeah. you know she will. Oh, that would be Hadn't thought fun. about that. That's why I put it on the podcast. I'm establishing evidence and alibi right now. <laughs> okay, now we're done, right? Yes. So, uh, listeners, uh, please be in touch with us. You can find us on Facebook Facebook at Just a Phase Podcast, on Instagram under the same name, or on our website, which is justafazepodcast.tumblr.com. And please don't forget to leave us reviews and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Just a Phase Podcast is produced by Whitney Crispell, and our theme music is Urbana Metronica Woo Ya Mix by Spinning Merkaba, and it is used under the Creative Commons license. Very nice. You're so good at that. Good to have you back on that, Drew. <laughs> it feels good to be back. <laughs> All right. See you. Bye.